0: Fridge Guys. Sweet. Alright. Uh, welcome back to the Fridge Guys podcast. This is episode eleven. I hit double digits last week and we're just gonna keep going with this. So um pretty excited tonight. Uh have a guest that um, I've actually known for for a while now through the beer scene. Um, probably met him. I don't know, maybe three, three and a half years ago. I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah, it was probably yeah three something like that. Yeah, three and a half years ago. I whenever you were working for Johnson Brothers. Yep. Yep. Um, I was in the Moran's Tap Room, and uh, a gentleman was was in there. A, a young, good-looking gentleman came in and who was that that would have been uh my guest tonight you mr grady mcguire oh you're too
1: kind man
0: (laughs) so he was in the in the in the moran's tap room and and you know the listeners of fridge you guys know that uh i spend a good amount of time and and eric and travis were on the podcast a couple weeks ago but i spent a lot of time there and it's a great place to you know put your phone down and talk to some people while while you while you're sitting there having a beer and and uh and you came in and and you're you were you're probably pushing some beer while you oh were I'm there. sure i was. I'm <laughs> sure I was selling something. And uh you know, then we just started getting, you know, talking about local beer and craft beer and all that kind of stuff and and then our paths have crossed many times in the craft beer community here, so
1: Oh yeah, all over. That's funny, man. <laughs> I I was trying to think of where we had met before but it,
0: it was moran's huh it was moran's yeah, nice and, and then we see each other all over the place oh yeah
1: well it's a good place to meet like you said it moran's. is
0: well so t- tonight my guest here is grady mcguire and the reason that uh, i wanted to have him come on to the podcast is because he is venturing out into the podcast world himself yeah buddy you know it. Right. He is uh, the host of Nebraska Beer Thirty.
1: Yes, sir. Nebraska Beer Thirty podcast. Yeah, man.
0: Very exciting. Just uh, just kicked off this this earlier this month in February, right? It
1: did. Yep. We released our first episodes. Um, I think it was. Uh, well, we released our episodes on Tuesdays, um, so the first Tuesday of February. I think it was February the fifth. Fifth. Yep. 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 Yeah. We released our episodes. It's been uh, it's been fun so far, man. Got to meet some great people and drink a lot of good beer
0: too well well, speaking of beer the fridge guys podcast um you know i just invite people on the podcast come to the uh my horror man cave beer basement studio (laughs) horror (laughs) we'll emphasize horror horror yes horror (laughs) um and uh pretty lucky um one of the listeners of the fridge guys and uh, um, the three beers later podcast he, um Renegade James, he sent us some beer uh, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is Roadhouse Brewing Company out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. This is the Walrus Imperial IPA.
1: I've never heard of it.
0: I, I have not heard of it either. It's a hazy IPA with notes of tangerines, peaches, and tropical explosion. Ooh,
1: baby. So it sounds pretty tasty. That sounds delicious.
0: Yeah, we're going to get this... Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I'm crack this open and see what it's all about. What have you been?
1: What have you been drinking lately, Dane? A, a lot of IPAs, or actually, no, What's been I, in your cup?
0: I haven't been drinking a whole lot of IPAs lately. Thank you, sir. IPAs, um, you know, right now they're just been really palate for refreshers because i've been drinking so many stouts yep
1: it is the season dude yeah
0: it is it well it's always stout season for me but uh <laughs> when, when it's when it's cold like this i'm hitting those barrel aged and super adjunct stouts pretty much all the time i i did uh earlier day i was doing a little pre-game drinking and uh i actually drank some Whole garden today haven't had that for i don't know how long Uh uh-huh um and then that's a classic yeah it's just a super crushable german whip beer um what else did i drink today oh i had some mead i had a a bottle of mead today awesome and uh i had an imperial vanilla porter from knee deep so nice a little bit of everything what uh
1: you know i haven't really dove into mead what is what is mead exactly?
0: Mead is a honey wine. So, honey wine, okay. Yeah, but it's just uh, water, yeast, and honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I had today was blueberry, raspberry, and aronia berry. Also, damn, it was pretty tasty. It, it was from a uh, gradiest meadery out of Tampa, Florida. So very
1: cool, hitting all the food groups and uh, <laughs> <laughs> with a mead that's wicked.
0: But this uh, this beer right here is. It's, it's got a good amount of haze on it. Really good nose. Good carbonation. I've got plenty of head here still.
1: It smells wonderful.
0: Yeah. Those tropical notes are really coming through.
1: Yeah, it smells like, it smells like pulp. Like you're sticking your nose in, in oh, pulp.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's pretty damn tasty, too. Oh, wow. Wow. Even even on the can here. That's beautiful. It tells you, you know, the style. It's a West Side Imperial IPA. It says it. Pairs with briny oysters and yellow matter custard. Hmm. Can't say that I provided any of that for you, either. No. <laughs> I was hoping for some, but <laughs> that's that's all right. Can't say I've ever heard of yellow mattered custard and would want to drink it ever or eat it ever. No.
1: What the yeah? What the heck is that, dude? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's beautiful, dude. That's a really nice beer.
0: Yeah. From. Uh, I can't say I've had too many beers from Wyoming, really. No, I haven't either. Yeah, I guess what uh, that ca- that Casper White Stouts from Wyoming. I always remember that one cuz it was the uh, first time I ever had a white stout. But uh
1: I'm I'm sure I've had a uh, a beer from from Wyoming, but nothing's really standing out to me right now. No? So this is if if this is the first one I have ever had, yeah. this is a good one to start on. Yeah. It's but very it's extremely silky. Yeah. I'm it's, sure they use quite a bit of oats.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm in this thinking beer. too got good lacing on the glass too so. mm-hmm. it's pretty, nice pretty tasty thank you james out there he's uh he lives in denver right on denver so cheers james thanks yeah. man he got that from uh, one of his local liquor stores and it cool. uh, was gracious enough to send a i think a four pack up for myself and uh mark and connor from three beers later so
1: wow that's really nice
0: yeah Perfect beer. So Nebraska Beer Thirty Podcast. So this is a podcast and a you have a video element too. We do, yeah. Because every single podcast you can get on YouTube yes, and sir. watch it. Or you can download it on one of the many apps for podcasting to listen to. Yep. Uh, you know, is this your brainchild? How did this start? What, uh, give me, give me a little background on, on how this got going.
1: Yeah, this is, this is my brainchild. I, I started listening to podcasts and, and watching podcasts on YouTube, video podcasts, uh, probably two, three years ago. And I just fell in love with them. I, you know, um, you know, the big one, Joe Rogan experience. I watched that and I listen to it all the time while I'm working. Um, excuse me, but. I got to know some of the people um, some other comedians that have been on his podcast uh, they started podcasts as well so I've listened to theirs like Chris D'Elia who a comedian who yeah. um, has a podcast and then uh, Theo Vaughn another comedian
0: I, I love some Theo Vaughn oh
1: yeah dude he cracks me up the way he describes things is just hysterical.
0: Wasn't he like on Big Brother or some like? Uh, yeah, he
1: was on uh, the Real World. Real World, world yeah, right. yep. yeah, yeah. He was on the Real World and then uh, decided to start
0: stand up. Yeah, that's kind of how his claim to fame started.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I I started listening to those guys and and fell in love with it. And I wondered I wondered if I could do something similar. And I, I thought about well what what could I talk about what what could I base the podcast on? And I thought well I. I love beer. I love craft beer. And I love talking to people. So I thought, I'll just start a podcast where I talk to people and drink beer, <laughs> basically. Um, and my buddy came to me. Um, I can't remember if I had brought it up to him or not. But my buddy, Vince Rule, has a studio in his basement. That's where we film and record oh, Nebraska right. Beer 30. And he wanted to get into podcasts. um, well he wanted to get into to hosting podcasts recording podcasts and just dis- and distributing them so um, it kind of just fell together I, I told him my idea he said i've I've got the capability to do it and uh, yeah we just started doing it this we, we first started recording um, in January of this year so we record episodes and then we bank them sure <clears throat> so we record a bunch of episodes in one day three or four episodes and then we release them like i said every tuesday the f- the following month but um that's basically how it started my buddy happened to have a studio i happened to have this idea to um talk to people over craft beer and that's how nebraska beer 30 came about
0: no it's it's awesome i mean it's not a whole lot different than than how you know the fridge guys podcast got started yeah man. Uh, yeah yeah uh, you know Mark Mark and Connor with 3 beers later they they started doing that had me on as a guest a few times uh-huh. and and I you know I love what they do they they talk about people ideas and events while they drink three beers have yep. guests on and and I love the concept so much but I also love beer so much uh-huh. and I love our community of beer drinkers so much and uh-huh. and in kind of the void that that was there um was you know they 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 drank some beer they talked a little bit about it but they didn't necessarily get too in-depth in the craft beer community and so that's how fridge Guy started and and then uh you know i like i'm only up to 11 podcasts so far and i was just doing them once a month there for a little while because you know i got a just being busy full-time day job and all that kind of stuff but i know so many people and just wanted to try to get this thing going and then i see that you were doing you're out there doing it too and like, oh, I'm reaching out to Grady and getting Grady on here so we can get, uh, we can talk a little bit about the things that we love. Our Hell questions. yeah, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, and thanks for having me on, by the way. I should have mentioned that up front. Oh, no. It's, um yeah, I've listened to a few of your podcasts, man. You're doing a great job.
0: Well, I don't know how great of a job I'm doing, but we're, we're trying. I'm hoping each podcast is getting a little bit better. Uh, you know, this isn't necessarily my wheelhouse. My wheelhouse is drinking beer and talking. Now we're just kicking yep. on some microphones and and uh, maybe doing a little interviewing and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Well, that's all. That's all we're doing is having beer and a conversation. There's just there happens to be equipment in the middle <laughs> of us <laughs> this time around.
0: That's that's and that's one that's you know I get in trouble with my wife because you know I I get into something and I just like dive deep into it and uh-huh. I, you know like beer I I get into beer and I dive deep into it and I drink. I can tell. 5,000 different beers and uh-huh. try to drink the best of the best, and now I'm podcasting. She's like, really? You have a studio in the basement now? <laughs> <laughs> Diving in deep, man. Yeah, might as well.
1: Yeah. How did, uh, how did your podcast come about?
0: <sighs> I ordered equipment after yeah. Mark and Connor were, were doing their thing, and I told them that uh, I would... They'd never been out of their their studio before. Uh-huh. And I, I said, let's get you out of the studio. Come over to my place. So we did a Sour Fest. We drank all sour beers. Nice. Sit, sitting down here, we drank a bunch of them. Um, that one at first podcast sounded terrible. Oh, yeah. Super <laughs> crackly. Didn't know what the hell we were doing on the new equipment and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, that that's how it started. I said, we did that one. And then they were going to take a few week vacation. So... I said, "Well, if you guys are going to go on break for a couple weeks, how about I host your podcast from my basement? Nice. And we'll just call you know the the Friends of Three Three Beers Later Podcast." And there you go. He said, "Sure, go ahead, do it." So I I had a couple guests on that uh, were were part of their guests, and then there was some crazy. If I remember correct, they were trying to get a celebrity to be on their podcast from <laughs> what move or what show last man standing last man standing and okay that, that tv show they're trying to get one of the guys that was on that show on their podcast uh-huh. and the guy was he'd been sober for many years
1: oh shit and they want him to relapse <coughs> on air well, huh well they, <laughs>
0: they 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 sent him messages and said you don't have to drink just call in and and you know they'll ask you some questions or whatever and he kept turning them down or whatever. And then one night they got a message from him, and it was like crazy drunk talk on a Twitter DM. Oh shit! You're kidding me. No way. <laughs> and he was, and he said the the phrase "fridge guys" uh-huh. to uh, in in that message, and. Ever since then they're like, All right, Dane, this is what your podcast is called Fridge Guys. <laughs> no and, way. Holy and, shit. And I always, always talk about, you know, I have five beer fridges in in yeah. the basement or throughout the house and uh-huh. they're, they're not <laughs> any other one here, up there, yep. garages, outside, upstairs. So uh-huh. you're never about you're only about twenty steps away from a, a fridge beer anywhere at this house, but
1: you're like a doomsday prepper. <laughs> Instead of hiding knives
0: and guns, you have fridges everywhere. That's right. But that's how the, the name Fridge Guys started. So we switched it from Th- Friends of 3BL to Fridge Guys. And then I was like, well, now I've got to definitely go craft beer oriented. And and uh, we've just been kind of going on ever since then. And here and, you are. And uh, Holy crap, man. I, I, I just thought the name was hilarious. And uh-huh. it kind of fit me because I like to keep my beer cold. So. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah,
1: it <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, no one likes the oven unless it's a baking show well
0: that's what probably what mark's gonna do at some point he's a huge baker so yep (laughs) and then on the other other side of this uh wall right here is the is the cellar which that's about 55 60 degrees somewhere in there so yep perfect
1: about how many bottles do you think you you cellar at one time,
0: there's probably about two thousand bottles in there.
1: You're kidding me. No, how come we're not doing the podcast in there? <laughs> <laughs> that's this, insane, man. This
0: isn't the cellar, guys. This is a fridge. <laughs> this, yeah,
1: it's <laughs> fridge, guys. Not oven, guys. It's fridge, yep. guy. Wow, yeah. that's I. I think um, I. I call it a cellar, but I don't have. I think I maybe have uh, thirty or so bottles. No. I get I get so anxious. I just want to. I want to drink them, so I pop them open all the time and drink them.
0: Yeah. Well, really. For the last, like the last five months, I haven't been trying to add to my cellar. Mm-hmm. Just everything that I get, I've been trying to drink. But yep. the amount of beer that comes to this house yep. and the amount that I try to drink greatly outweighs, which is crazy because I drink a lot of beer, but <laughs> the amount that I keep getting is ridiculous. So. Oh, yeah. You have a couple lifetimes
1: of beer, I think, in the house. Oh, probably. For oh, most people.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, I'm done with that first one. That was that was nice.
0: It was very tasty. I'm going to grab my water here so we can...
1: Oh, there you go. We're doing it proper.
0: Yeah, we're going to clean out the that beer with some water. And that Beautiful. way you get a little hydration. Thank you, sir. You can never... Never have too much water when you're drinking beers at night
1: Oh no you gotta prep yourself yeah. so how did you um, how did you meet the three beers later guys
0: um, I've known Mark and Connor for I don't know a, a few years mm-hmm. you know they they host uh, they're part of a, a local sports talk radio FM station here in town so oh that, right on that's their day job. Uh-huh. That, they, that they, we just call it the day job. The day job, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what they do, but you know, I'd uh, I'd drink at them with at, at a brewery once in a while and stuff like that, and and they they'd, they'd kind of hop around and do some stuff, and they just wanted to start a podcast that was about you know having a conversation at a brewery. Yep, yep. Just talking about random shit while you're drinking beer. So right on. That's how that started, and then I kind of loved the idea. Had been wanting to do it for a while. You know, when I, years and years ago, I I wanted to get into radio. I was a radio intern for the Blaze and stuff like that. Oh, year, no way. Years ago, and it was always something I wanted to do until I saw how much those guys got paid.
1: Yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah, I just had, um, I had Coriel Thomas, who's a radio host here in town. She works for 96 Kicks, <clears throat> the country station, and um, she loves what she does. She absolutely, and she's so good at it, but... Yep. It's insane how little those people make for all the for all the effort that goes into it. Oh, yeah, they, I mean, all the prep work, all the all the uh, technical know how on how to run everything. They deserve a lot. They're kind of like teachers.
0: They, they they deserve a little bit more. No no doubt, and the amount of time that they put in is just crazy. Yeah, like all the events that they do, and mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, some people on the radio they can. They can record their spots, and they don't have to be there live all the time, but still, you're putting in lots of lots of time and effort. and
1: Lots of time. And I don't think they have beer sent to them. <laughs> so I think you're in the right niche, man. That's right. Yeah, they yeah.
0: might get some free concert tickets once in a while. Yeah, here uh, and there.
1: <laughs> Which would you rather have, free concert tickets or beer? Free beer. Yep.
0: Because mm-hmm. I still get free concert tickets sometimes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are going to move on. That first one was the Walrus Imperial IPA from Roadhouse Brewing out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Now we're moving on to, this is Ursula Brewing from Aurora, Colorado. This is the 11 Iron Man Triple IPA. Holy crap. 11 malts, 11 hops, 11% ABV, it says.
1: I'm going to I'm going to get my Uber.
0: I'm going to call my Uber now, I think. Pick me up in an hour. Ooh. Yeah, this is uh, 90 IBUs it says. Right on. Ooh, this is not a hazy IPA.
1: The label's nice. It's uh, a <clears throat> this is a darker IPA. Looks like there's a little bit more caramel malt in this bad boy.
0: Yeah, it does. It's going to be a little maltier than what we had. Mm-hmm. So it says it's made with 11 malts and 11 hops. This Triple IPA was brewed in honor of the 1934 Yale football team, the last college team to play an entire game without any substitutions.
1: Wow. Without any substitutions. Those are some tired players. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Boy, yeah.
0: they deserve a beer I after that. I wonder if we're going to be tired after drinking this.
1: No. Look at that. Look at. I got the bottom oh, of the can. You did. It yeah. Just- hey, I got the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's- laughs> Yeah. Um, my my beer is about uh, as thick as pudding. It <laughs> looks like I got the, most of the yeast in the can. Yes, you did. And Dane's looks. Uh, speaking of football, it almost looks like an old school football color, it's doesn't it? Kind of brown. Yeah, a little
0: leathery looking. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mine almost looks a you know a little reddish, um, but yours is yours is dark. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's delicious. Wow, I haven't even tried. It getting a little nose on it i mean i get some good citrus notes there on the nose Uh, maybe a little tropical notes
1: that smells like an orange a straight up orange to me
0: oh wow that's pretty tasty that's not Mm -hmm. it's not overly malty at all really
1: i mean it's It's a really good balance
0: it's a little bit there but i was thinking when we were pouring that out that was going to be a Mm malt bomb but
1: it's a I think this one's a little sweeter than it, the first one we had.
0: It is really sweet.
1: That one had a little bit more of a pineyness to it. This one seems a little bit more balanced.
0: Got Eleven hops. It does. I can't find anywhere where it says what hops. Let me look at the can. That's insane. If it says what hops are in there, I doubt it does. Hmm. What was ABV on that first one here? I'm not sure. Let's see. The first one that was that was an eight three.
1: I'll tell you in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, you said? This one was from a, a fan as well. Yeah, this was from James. He sent the oh, both from James. The awesome. First,
0: the first three beers. So the next one, um, the next one is I think the same Iron Man beer, but they added blood orange to it. Ooh, is what I think uh, the next one is. Right on. Yep. You know, if you're out there listening to Fridge Guys podcast. And uh, you hear Grady with Nebraska Beer 30, or, or you hear me, and you guys are interested in sending beer, we both say do it.
1: Send it our <laughs> way. <laughs>
0: send it our way, man. Yeah.
1: We're never shy of taking so, beer.
0: Yeah, uh, Hit us up on social media. We will give you addresses. Send it away. And if you send me beer, um, there's a good chance that I will probably send you a thank you package. So There you go. <clears throat> um, so, okay, let's get back to Nebraska Beer 30 here Cool So you, let's see, you've had six episodes now The first one you had the music bingo guy Elliot
1: Piper, yep, the music yeah. bingo guy So yeah. he's
0: a guy that you've known for quite a few years of your life, it sounded like
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I met Elliot I uh, I told this story on the podcast But the first time I heard Elliot's name was when um, I was probably, oh gosh, I was eight years old or so and I heard that my cousin, who I think he was uh, 13 at the time, had gotten into a fight. And this was the first time i had ever heard about any of our family members getting into a fight. <laughs> so, I, I, so I thought, oh, man, this is going to be good. So it turns out, being 13, he had a girlfriend at the time. And uh, this guy wanted to fight him over this girl. Because, <laughs> um, of course, he wanted her and all that jazz. But, but he came home one day with a black eye. So we thought, oh my gosh, this guy—you know, he, like this guy—kicked his ass. <laughs> and uh, turns out that guy who socked him in the face was Elliot Piper, <laughs> the Music Bingo guy. But then Elliot and I—we we met again. Well, uh, well, we actually met for the first time, um, <clears throat> oh, probably six or seven years ago, uh, at a party house. Uh, we got pretty wild there. But he ended up starting a company called Music Bingo. Which started at Backswing Brewing uh, when I worked there, um, and uh, has blown up since. He 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 does music bingo in at Backswing, and then at I think he said five or six other places. Yeah,
0: in the, on the podcast he said he's hosted at like sixty different locations yep. now. Yep, yep, yeah. And, he's, and he quit his job, like his full time job, to just kind of be doing this now. So yep. this is now his full time gig. It's pretty. Pretty neat.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. His full time gig, man. And that was a that was a fun interview. Piper's yeah. a he's a talker. He kind of has a, a radio voice. He, he's got a voice for radio. He
0: does, he seemed like a guy that you could ask a question and just sit there and you could drink your beer and he'd go to town.
1: He was. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He had a bunch of good stories. Yeah. yeah. So
0: what I've really been enjoying, kind of getting to know your podcast a little bit, is is just kind of the 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 wide range of of uh, guests that you've had on. So. That first guy was the music bingo guy. Mm-hmm. The next one you had uh was a physicist. Uh, or? Yeah, our,
1: uh, a buddy of mine his name is Brad Nordell. He's a physicist uh here in town at the Oh, I'm going to I'm going to screw this up, but the it's some, it's something like the Laser uh, Nebraska Laser Lab or something <laughs> like that. But he works with lasers all day long. Basically,
0: yeah. So you got that. Then you had Colby Wood. Yep. Which, old Colby. Which, you had him as well. Yeah. We both interviewed Colby. That was that was one of the the first things that that got me to notice that you're you're doing that because I had had Colby on, and then I saw that you were gonna have Colby on, but you actually interviewed Colby like two days before. I, I did. Yep. On my <laughs> and uh, and so I was like. Boy, this is just crazy, uh-huh, yeah, and uh so, so I listened to that, and I was like damn he's he's talking the same stuff that I was yeah yeah about we, was. we were we were we were
1: talking a little bit before the podcast about how we basically asked him the the same, the same <laughs> questions. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, I mean he's another guy that his stories are great and Oh yeah, incredible stories. His, his background is traveling, all that kind of stuff is just uh-huh. is is really fascinating. So
1: Yeah, his be- his beer knowledge is just out of this Dude, out of this world. And
0: his food knowledge was yeah. incredible. His just- scotch knowledge <laughs> as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's 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 an incredible person, man. Yeah. I I didn't know the history behind him getting into brewing with uh him talking to the guys at Great Divide and having Great Divide taste test his beers. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's we pretty sweet, man. About
0: that and the guy that he knew that was in with Crooked Stav and yep, yep. And all that kind of stuff. So that mm-hmm. yeah, was good. Um, and then so so yeah, so we went from the music bingo guy, the physicist, a brewer. Mm-hmm. We you just had one. Um, well, you said that you had the the Coriel on from the radio. Yep, yep Coriel from the you radio. Just had, had the cult. Was it uh, the coffee roaster?
1: Yes, the coffee roaster. Yeah, I have... Um, so I mentioned Vince earlier, the guy who has the studio in his basement. Um, he and his wife run the coffee roaster. So I, I interviewed Sam, his wife. Mm. Um, and they're they're an air roastery here in Lincoln. Um, and the closest air roastery, uh, I think in the Midwest, is in Kansas City. Mm. And then outside of Kansas City, there, there aren't many air roasteries around. So... It's is it, um, is it's that, pretty that cool over place.
0: on like Old Cheney? Is that where they're? It at? is. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like fifty. I think it's like fifty second and yeah. Old Cheney, something yeah. like that. But I've
0: always seen the sign when I drove by there. So it's
1: great coffee, man. I'm I'm hooked on it.
0: I uh, see. So yeah, I'm not a huge. I don't drink coffee like hot coffee. I don't drink it. But
1: how, how, do you do you drink caffeine at all? How do you get your caffeine? I don't really. You don't really? No. Wow. Wow. Well, you're a stronger man than I am, dude.
0: Pretty much all I drink is water and beer. Yeah. That's <laughs> if I'm not that's awesome. Beer, I usually just drink water, but oh. I have been using, like I said in the last podcast, I've been using some whole coffee beans and kind of a French press thing. I've been doing with some beer to make different flavored coffee beers. So oh, very cool! That's been that's a good idea. Fun. I thought about doing that, but it's mm-hmm. there's so much stuff you know and not so much stuff but it gets kind of messy sometimes so i'm I'm not doing that tonight oh yeah i bet maybe in a future episode i'll i'll have already at french press and the first one we'll do is, is something like that but
1: that dude that's an awesome idea i need to do that if i um if i need to stay up a little bit later but still want to drink beer yes yeah, throw some coffee in there i
0: mean coffee doesn't really even keep me awake i don't think
1: coffee gets me going man i uh, i gotta have caffeine in the morning Oh I,
0: I, I just take a shower and I'm good to go.
1: How do you do that? That's crazy.
0: Uh, probably because I never had it.
1: You're like Superman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. You
1: get your, except for you don't get your power from the sun, you get your power from, from beer. beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> from malts. Yeah,
0: that's what Matt say last time. I drink 22 out of the 24 hours of the day. Yep. <laughs> totally wrong, Matty beer You're incorrect.
1: Yep, it's 26 out of 24 <laughs> hours of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah. The last episode was a really fun episode that I did with the the homebrewers. Um, oh yeah, man! I listened to I got to listen to a little bit of
1: that today. Man. I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing, but yeah, we drank a lot.
0: Hey, the amount of homebrew out there is is ridiculous. And mm-hmm. you know, I did that podcast last week, and then this weekend I was lucky enough to um, get together with a big group of guys, and a lot of them were homebrewers. And uh, we drank so much homebrew this weekend, and I tell you yeah. what, the the f- the flavors that homebrewers are doing right now, just in their garages, uh-huh. is just incredible. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. There's there's so much good homebrew out there.
0: <laughs> I I just you know when you know when you think of homebrew a lot of times you know you think of the mr beer stuff and and uh and people are like oh you got to drink all that crappy homebrew or whatever but man he's these guys mm-hmm. this weekend that i was drinking from that that could fly off shelves if it was oh being yeah produced commercially so yeah i
1: mean that's how that's how they all that's how they all start you know yeah. is is brewing in their garages and they get better and better and Finally, something just clicks and goes. You know what? I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna open up a commercial brewery, and get it done.
0: Yeah. So, you know, talking about brewing and, and kind of how I met you, your background in, in the craft beer industry. So you're at Johnson Brothers when I first or Shelt. Johnson Brothers. Uh, Johnson Brothers. Yep. Yeah. Johnson Brothers Distributing. Yeah. yeah. When I when I first met you, and then you uh, you moved from there to uh, a. Well, they're a fairly newer brewery in town, backs- yeah, Backswing yeah. Brewing. Backswing Brewing, yep. So I
1: helped uh, start them up. Yeah, be, get them I going. mean,
0: you got them from kind of when they first started at their, because they were at the old Blue Blood location. Yep. Yes, sir. So I think they were first brewing pretty much out of their garage, yeah. providing it to brewskis or something like that. Yes. And yep. uh, then they, when Blue Blood moved out, because um, they were brewing there at Blue Blood too, uh-huh. um, kind of guest brewing, but uh, when they moved out, Uh, they moved in and and you were kind of give me a little history on on that and and kind of how that went
1: yeah so um the guys at backswing they had this this ipa recipe that people really started to really started to enjoy they were home brewers and they would take it to festivals and take it to barbecues and people really dug it um a big eight percent uh really malty over
0: par was um,
1: the one. Uh, this this one was just backswing IPA. Oh, just a, oh. um, over par is their ten to eleven percent so IPA. Deadline. Yeah, yeah, which is a, a nice beer. But um, people fell in love with their IPA, and uh, they got connected with Brewski's and the Brewskies guys loved the IPA. So they said if if you can if you can produce this IPA, we'll use it as our as our house beer. So the Backswing guys got in touch with. Blue Blood and Blue Blood contract brewed the IPA for Brewskies, and then when Blue Blood moved out, the Backswing guys bought the space, um, and that's when I came on board. Uh, I met TJ Walker, who was one of the owners of Backswing, and uh, he wanted me to come on as a as a salesperson to sling some Backswing beer, uh, but also to help out with you know odds and ends and stuff like that. So when we first got into that space. That is now Backswing. That was Blue Blood. Um, Blue Blood hadn't brewed in those fermenters for, oh uh, gosh, four or five months. Mm-hmm. So we got in there and the fermenters were dusty. There was <laughs> stuff growing on the inside of them. So we had to get in there and scrub these fermenters, you know, sure. and make sure they were all spotless. <laughs> and then I helped them brew um, uh, the first, quite well, quite well, quite a few gallons um, of beer in there um so i got a little bit of commercial brewing experience which was which was fun yeah but um after they finally had beer in the tanks it was my job in sales to go out and uh, get backswing on tap so uh at first we just started small and distributed in lincoln so we did a kickoff and and we sold beer all throughout lincoln and then eventually we we got up into omaha started selling beer up in there but um they're great guys, man. Backswing Backswing makes some good beer and I was I was happy to be a, a, a part of that while I could.
0: Yeah, and that's in that Elliot Piper that he does the music, the Music yep, Bingo, music and bingo. He got started over there with him too, right?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, he actually uh Music Bingo was TJ's idea, oh, yeah. <clears throat> the owner of Backswing. And he said, "Uh I'm I want to start this game. I just need someone to to MC it, to to uh to run the game." And I said, "I know the perfect guy." <laughs> Cuz Elliot had um, he had been a wedding DJ for quite a few years, and he's just really, really personable, really good with people. So I said, Yeah, do. Yeah, my, my buddy Elliot will do it. So he started doing it, and that's how he took off. Started the backswing.
0: So now you're on to a new venture. I am. Yep. You're at KNZ. <clears throat> Back in the in a distributor role, right? Yes,
1: sir. Back in the distributor yeah. side. So, yeah. are
0: you are you just selling there, or what? What are you doing there?
1: Yeah, I work at K- K&Z Distributing now, and we, um, I sell in the downtown route. So, I do all of the Haymarket, um, and then I do uh, West O up until like Highway Seventy Seven overpass there. Okay, yeah, um, and then a little bit um, up on. Uh, North 27th. But <clears throat> yeah, right now I sell uh, a lot of great local beer. I get to sell Zipline and Empyrean, uh, White Elm, a um, little bit of Lucky Bucket as well. Yeah. So it's a it's a great, great position to be in, man. I'm surrounded by a bunch of great beer. Oh, yeah. And then a bunch of beer. I, I sell Lagunitas and Firestone Walker as well.
0: Yep. You know, one of, one of the, your cohorts over there, we've talked about them a few times in the podcast, and sometime I'm in a gonna nail down mark thompson oh yeah get him in here we're gonna get him in here and i know he's got some some stories to tell yeah he's been in the business forever (laughs) dude (laughs) when i had uh uh, eric and travis on from moran's they were telling me some stories that 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 they that they thought that we almost lost mark to lagunitas at one point in time oh really yeah i could see that because uh he was he was one of the big um one of the big influences on getting them to to Nebraska here.
1: Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah he's done that with quite a quite a few breweries. People really, uh, people are attracted to Mark. <laughs> I'll never tell him that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, he just he knows his stuff and and I, I think, um, yeah, I, th- I think his knowledge um, attracts people from the from the beer industry. Oh yeah, people yeah, like being around him.
0: He's very very knowledgeable when it comes to beer. I actually have a beer in my cellar that uh, sometime I need to meet up and, and get to him. Uh, he's a huge Founders lover, and I've got, oh, yeah. a, got a, a barrel-aged Imperial Porter from Founders that was like a, a brewery-only release, and uh-huh. uh, I was able to get a four-pack of it, and it's nice. an amazing beer, and he saw that I had it, and he was definitely interested in drinking it. So I got to get that to him sometime. Nice. Well,
1: he he doesn't need to drink it. Let's just bust it out now and oh, do it. Whoops! <laughs> I forgot I had beer in here. My bad. I just spilled on myself. I apologize.
0: It's, it's all right. You're in the studio. There's some some tissues there if you need to Oh yeah, we're all good. <laughs> I'll I'll lick it off my hand. <laughs> Whoops!
1: You got me all excited
0: with with founders with the barrel aged imperial porter. Huh? Exactly. Well, I was just finishing mine at the same time. So. Yeah.
1: I thought I was done with mine. What am I thinking?
0: <laughs> that was all the yeast that you just threw all over. Yeah, it me. must have been.
1: <laughs> Felt like play-doh hitting my hand. <laughs>
0: well that uh that eleven Iron Man triple IPA we just finished at had eleven malts and eleven hops and eleven percent. Um It was it was it was all right. I wouldn't say it was my favorite beer that I've ever had, but... Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't... It was, it was pretty good. I mean, uh-huh. it, it was fairly balanced. I mean, for 11% IPA, it's, it was fairly balanced. I mean, it wasn't too poppy. wasn't too malty.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it was very balanced. I'm sure... Mine probably tasted a little different than, than yours did. I had all the yeast in there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was, it, was, it was good, but... It, I'm yeah. guessing
0: we had different experiences with that beer because it looked yes. so much different. So, Well, I'll uh, I'll open up this one. I'll let you pour this one first. And, ah, and there see, you go. see what happens because this is the same beer, but with the uh, blood orange, so it's a little variant. Beautiful. 11 malts, 11 hops... And 11% in blood orange. I don't know if it's uh, probably puree, I'm guessing, but... We're going to find out. Yep. Let's see if we can...
1: Woo! That's blood orange. I've got to be honest, I'm not a huge blood orange fan.
0: No?
1: I haven't really found a blood orange beer that, that I've... They're good, but I haven't found one that's just hit me like, this is this is great. This is a great beer.
0: So, my, I I have about the same experience. Yeah, it's about yours. the same. Yeah, yours might be a little just a little, a little more darker. tan. All right, don't spill this one, Grady. <laughs> you are the uh, first person to spill a beer in the fridge, guys.
1: Am I really? Do I get an award or something? There you go. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's perfect. Do I get to take home the wasps'
0: nest <laughs> that's on the wall? Yeah, so the people that follow me on Twitter, they saw the picture of that uh, that, that wasp nest. Um, last, because uh, Manny Freebear that was on, um, he, he posted because he was sitting right underneath it and he hated every minute of it. But <laughs> <laughs> I told him nothing's going to fall out of there. It's like 45 years old. so
1: Yeah. He was afraid of, of mummy wasps, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, this, this beer, I mean... Smells pretty good.
1: It smells nice. It's sort of, uh, you know, I, I get some blood orange, but it's not—it's not, it's not it, overpowering.
0: No, it's—it's it's not. But I think it adds that extra citrus note that I was missing in that first one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I—I I would drink this one over the the oh, first one. I think
0: for sure this one definitely like this one moves it up at least a half a uh, half a point. Uh, mm-hmm. up the up the scale for me so
1: yeah you're not tasting near the the malt sweetness you in know. this beer
0: a lot more citruses we'll citruses, citruses. <laughs> yes, that's a word uh, tasty let me see if there's any uh anything different about this no same write-up on on this beer except uh it adds the blood orange. Um and this one does have just a slight higher rating on the untapped app. The first one was a a three point nine three and this one's a four point oh six, so nice. I think lots of other people have the same idea as we do. This one's this one's a little bit better. Yep.
1: More more of an IPA I would say. Yeah. Than the first.
0: So you've been in the craft beer industry for how many years now? Probably I would say I've been in the craft beer sales
1: part of things for five, six years, something like that.
0: So you've really seen Lincoln uh, grow and change and blow up, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh You've seen you've seen a lot of lot of stuff since since you've been involved with it, and and kind of you know I'm I'm not you know I'm not uh, I'm not in sales or distributing I. I don't brew or or anything like that. I'm mostly just a consumer, but uh kind of what uh you know, whoa. How do you s- see the Lincoln Beer community growing like further? Like it's just uh-huh. it's been growing out. Like what 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 do you see happening here say the next, you know, 5 years? Boy, that's that's a
1: really good question. I think <clears throat> i think we'll see a couple new breweries i really do i i um so when it when it comes to local beer yeah i think we'll see a couple new breweries I, people always talk about <clears throat> well aren't you worried about sorry i keep coughing by the oh. way i've got i think i'm i might be getting sick or something no, so right. whoever uses this this mic next i apologize
0: you're, we're drinking 11 <clears throat> beers so
1: yeah it'll it'll kill the virus <laughs> um but yeah i think we'll see a few new breweries here in lincoln and um uh, a few more than that in in Nebraska, like I said, people are, are always worried about saturation. But you look at places like Fort Collins, where there's you can't walk two steps without tripping over a an brewery. IPA, you know, <laughs> a brewery. Um, <clears throat> and then when it comes to when it comes to big picture things and breweries coming here, I think we'll start seeing. More and more out-of-state breweries selling beer here in Nebraska. I mean, you see now that uh, Left Hand Brewing yeah. is jumping back into Nebraska.
0: Are they going? Are they with you guys, or are they with a different distribution?
1: No, Left Hand is with Premier Distributing. Okay. Uh, they're based out of Omaha. And I think Left Hand went with Premier for the entire state. Okay. So, um, but in w- with the climate, the craft climate today... Um, a lot of the bigger breweries, you know, like your uh, Dogfish Heads, your Sierra Nevadas, your Left Hands, they're kind of, they're feeling the pinch a little bit because everyone's drinking more local beer. So because of that, they need to expand into other states and uh, create a little more influx there, you know, create a little more income through new states.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I i i see that also but with with the influx of the the local beer community like i you know with this let's just talk about left hand because uh-huh. you know they're the the newest i think they're coming out in march yeah yeah just yeah. a few weeks yeah. yeah so they're they're coming out in a couple of weeks in march but you know they were here at one point in time mm-hmm. i don't know how many years ago probably 10 years ago maybe left hand was here i think so yeah and now they're coming back, and, and I kind of think of Dogfish Head, or I think of Ballast Point. Those were two pretty big names on on either coast uh-huh. that came into Nebraska, and maybe it was a flash fire sale once they first got in there. But now I don't really see their beers moving too terribly much. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, like, you know, when Left Hand does start distributing, we'll have those people like, oh, the left-hand milk stout, nitro milk stout. It's you know, it's a great beater. I, I, mm-hmm. I love, yeah, I love that beer. It was one of the one of the best beers I ever drank when I when I drank it. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but you know, with the stouts that White Elm puts out, mm-hmm. and you know the, the the crazy stouts that Boiler puts out, and you yeah. know this year's the stout from Zipline was, yeah absolutely incredible i have
1: a bottle of it at the house i haven't cracked it open yet oh
0: my god it's so good uh-huh like you know th- those are so much readily available and they're local yeah. like you know i just i just wonder if if some of those bigger name breweries are going to start deciding to pull back out of uh, and stay closer to home yeah
1: isn't is dude isn't that great though <laughs> we have these breweries here in nebraska that are producing world-class beer medal winning beers, man. Oh
0: yeah, of course. I mean, it's that's super exciting to me. But uh-huh. you know, kind of with what you're doing, you're distributing. I mean, yes, you're distributing the local stuff too. But uh-huh. some of those bigger, bigger things, you know, I want You know, like like Loganitas. They 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 have great beers. But man, some of the IPAs that are getting put out around here, <laughs> so uh-huh. I I would probably grab a Fairy Nectar and stuff yep. like that over sometimes Loganitas. So
1: I I think. I think the reason newer breweries are struggling to expand outward and out of state nowadays is because, well, one, because people are drinking more local. But the other thing is um, craft beer drinkers still reach for the mainstays. Like craft beer drinkers, everyone falls back on Lagunita's IPA or... Everyone falls back on well, I know Sierra Nevada's pale ale is always fantastic, so yep. I'm gonna drink that. Um, so I think, like you said, they, they, they are gonna feel some hurt, but I don't think it'll be enough hurt to to pull out of yeah. states. I mean I mean those breweries that have been established for sure. a long time that people know of.
0: Well, I mean the more the merrier quite frankly yeah, exactly when, when, yeah yeah when, I, when it comes down to what I think. The more selection, the better. Um, you know, just, we talked about uh, just, what was it, last month, Jester King from, from Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, released like 14 beers in her area, and they're going to do a like a quarterly release here. And yep. That's just awesome. Yeah. Some of those those breweries that are like that, I have no problem seeing stuff like that. Uh-huh. Stuff that I don't necessarily care to see is like Surly, they put out a bunch of beer and then it just sits there. Yeah, and we got IPAs that are six months old. They're sitting on the shelves.
1: Exactly. So. You know, a lot of that attributes to for for some reason people here in Nebraska they they don't buy. I, I was I was with the distributor that first started selling Surly. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was that was before I left Johnson Brothers. We just started selling Surly, and it, and initially it sold great because people were excited about it. But something about the four-pack, sixteen-ounce can. Yeah, people people don't like that. People like to see six cans to a pack. People like to see a six-pack. I think that hurts them a little bit. Um,
0: I wonder about Toppling Goliath too, because they are doing uh-huh. the same thing with the four packs and the boxes and. Yep, and there's sometimes I see some of those that are months and months old. Yep, it is.
1: It's something about. It's not only. It's not. I guess it's not only Nebraskans. I've read a few articles about how the sixteen ounce four packs are are going way out of out of style. Um, so I think that attributes to a little bit of that. And then also you touched a little bit on you know like dogfish head and, and ballast point just kind of sitting on, on shelves. I think some of that attributes to price point as well. Yeah. You know, I can I can go buy a six pack of Skinny Legs IPA for seven ninety nine. Yeah. Um, which is a fantastic IPA made locally. I, the money I pay to buy Skinny Legs is going right back into the economy here True. in Nebraska. And then I look at Dogfish Head, and there's a ten ninety nine price tag there, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm reaching for the local. I'm going to support the local guy. True, but
0: and and that's why you know that's why I love this community. It's, mm-hmm and the the beers that they're putting out locally are just incredible yep have you had a chance to drink any of cosmic eyes beers since they um started putting them out on cans on the the i
1: have yeah i just tried um i was downtown at 1867 last weekend and i tried their um i tried cosmic eyes uh mild the Uh, the round round and round round and round yeah it was a nice little beer man It, it was a great sipper yeah um and then I also, my brother picked up the it was their Brute IPA with hibiscus. Hey, right? Laser Quest 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was a cool beer. That was actually I had I hadn't tried a, a Brute IPA before. That was my first one. And I was I was uh I was happily surprised. I, I really enjoyed that beer. Yeah. was um, pretty tasty. And then uh Oh wow the wheels are spinning a little bit. Uh actually just a few hours ago, my brother we we went to poor, um,
0: oh, yeah. Here in town, right I've had Josh and Tim on the podcast.
1: Oh, right on! Yeah. I need to listen to that episode. Yeah. Josh is a great guy, man. Oh, known, yeah. known him for a while, but uh, he will tried Cosmic Eyes. My my brother will tried Cosmic Eyes Imperial Stout. I, I gave that a go.
0: Your friend Death.
1: Your friend, yeah. yeah, yep. Oh. It was it was. Um, I loved it, dude. It's really good. It reminded me a lot of Sierra Nevada's Narwhal. Yeah, Imperial Stout, very roasty, very yeah. roasty. Some uh, almost like hints of some dark fruit in there as well.
0: Yeah. A little dark fruit, little chocolate, roastiness from the malts. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, are you are you bartending down there? Yep. every once in a while. I'm nice.
0: You can find me at Cosmic Eye. I'm down there,
1: dude. I'll have to come say hi. We um actually, when I met my brother earlier, I texted him. I said, "Do you want to do you want to swing into Cosmic Eye or or?" poor, um, because I hadn't been to Cosmic Eye yet, and uh, he hadn't been to poor yet, neither had I, so we decided on poor, but I'll have to come in on Thursday and, uh, and check it
0: out, man. I'll be there. Right on? Huh? Yeah, no, I, uh, I love Sam, I love everything that they've been doing over there, and I've never, you know, I've never done anything like that before, I didn't bartend or anything like that, I, you know, I own my own business and have been doing that for quite a while, and it's like, let me uh let me come over and pour beer for you yeah. yeah dude so they hired me and i've been doing it for since since the beginning since they opened and i love it it's uh, it's so much fun and 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 this and this it reminds me of a lot of what i do over there you know, Yeah, granted I'm drinking now, I can't drink Yeah, i <laughs> I want to be. My mouth is salivating the whole time I'm working. Oh, but... I bet. With each pour, yeah. yeah. I'm pouring beer for people, and we're talking about beer, and we're just talking about, you know, the the, the next best thing, you know, Zipline just uh, released their, their Mango Dang IPA, yep. and I haven't been able to get it yet, and I want to, because it sounds amazing.
1: Uh-huh. Maybe I can snag you a bottle. Oh, see if I can see if I can get you one.
0: Yeah, I know a guy here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you only know a guy because I know a guy. <laughs> Mark Thompson. We'll have to talk to Mark. <laughs> see if he can get us a bottle. There we go. <clears throat> um, yeah, dude. It's a uh, cosmic eye has been doing some good stuff. It's nice that you're over there. They got a they got a good
0: guy behind the bar. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get back to uh, Nebraska Beer 30. Yes, sir. Um, So you just released, did you release an episode today then? Yes, yeah. That was the Coffee Roaster. That was the Coffee Roaster episode, yes, sir. I was a little too busy today, so I didn't get to listen to that. Hopefully tomorrow I will, but... uh, Thanks, man. Do you have other ones that are banked that are coming up? Do you have a little uh, sneak peek of maybe who we're going to hear from soon?
1: Yeah, man. Um, I have, uh, we have four in the bank right now. Oh, wow. Um the first one that you will see that will be released in March.
0: Wait, let me think. What is today?
1: Yeah, it'll be March next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, it'll be March next week. My so, birthday
0: is March fifth, so that'll be your next episode. Oh, right on, man.
1: So, cool. Well happy uh happy birthday. Happy you. happy really early birthday. <laughs> um a week out birthday. Uh our first episode in March will be Um Oh, my buddy Dex, who he is in the committee for the Nebraskans for Sensible Marijuana Laws. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting interview. Um, I, I know very little about politics, <laughs> so it, it was really nice to sit down with him and have him explain to me what he's doing and how it all breaks down. But the committee he's on is pushing for medical marijuana to be legal here in Nebraska. Sure. So that was that was an awesome interview. Um, neither of us were high during the interview, so <laughs> just want to throw that disclaimer out there.
0: Um, you don't have any medical issues that you need to 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 be smoking with. No,
1: I, I medicate with beer. I <laughs> medicate with beer. No smoking involved.
0: Well, and some people would say that medicating with marijuana is better than medicating with beer. So
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and and to those people, I say, what the hell are you thinking?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: but. Uh, and then after that, um, I, I forget the the lineup on how we we sure. on the the order that we have these coming out in. But I interviewed Craig Ryer from Zipline Brewing. Zip Line, yeah, yeah.
0: Craig's actually a neighbor. He just lives not too far away from me.
1: That's right. Yeah, <laughs> he actually he hosted some uh, Cicerone study classes I, I went to for a little bit. Um, but anyway. Craig, I've known Craig for a really long time as well, since middle school, actually. Oh, wow. But he's a certified Cicerone and the marketing director at Zipline. So I sat down with him and talked about uh, becoming a Cicerone, what it's like being a Cicerone, um, and then uh, a little bit about Zipline and, and how they've just exploded over the years.
0: Yeah, the last six years have been incredible.
1: Yeah, I've been nuts, man. And then uh, Natalie McCauley. Um, she is um in marketing or yeah. what she or what she, what she calls is. yeah uh, um, she, i guess uh her company is a creative company is is what they call is what they call it it 's called oh hello, oh hello creative yeah um so i I sit down with her uh she was really interesting she 's so passionate about what she does and then the next episode is um my buddy vince who records. Uh, Nebraska Bear Thirty. He started the Basement Creators Network with my cousin Charlie Morris, um, and the Basement Creators Network is a music-based program that does live stream music every Wednesday night out of his basement. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's really neat. He um,
0: live stream it to you know social media or where is he? Yeah, so he they live
1: stream to. They've been testing the waters both on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. But they um, right now they're just doing acoustic acts. Um, they've had a few people on, and they've been great. But <clears throat> every Wednesday, you'll have to check them out. You can find it. They're on Facebook at Basement Creators Network. But yeah, every Wednesday night they live stream. I think it's at 8 o'clock or 7 or 8 o'clock. Um, but it's great. And then during the live stream... People can comment. They can they can tip, the musician as well. Oh, wow. um, you know, so they get a little compensation for their time. Um, but yeah, I sit down with him, and that's that's one of the interviews in in March as well.
0: Well, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, man. I got uh, so you, so when you do your podcast, you you like to to do a few like in one day.
1: I do. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. We
0: if we did a few fridge guys in one day i would be a fucking lambasted. you'd be <laughs> right?
1: done dude yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm feeling pretty good and we've just we've been doing this for how long how long has this Let's been going well,
0: yeah, we're right almost to an hour 59 and a half minutes so. hey
1: look at that yeah I, yeah I couldn't if you did this for a for a whole day holy cow man yeah that'd be rough i I'd,
0: mean i could do it but uh yeah
1: if, it, if there's anyone i know who could do it it'd be dane Patton. <laughs> if
0: uh I'd have to start off pretty low ABVs the first few episodes. Yep. Or or I start off with huge ABVs and then we go to low ABVs. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you taper off. Yeah. Start
1: with NA beer and <laughs> go from there. Yeah, it's um, yeah. We bank all of our episodes, so we, we we're all busy guys. Sure. You know, uh, I have two producers basically, Vince and Charlie, and uh, we decided the easiest way for us to do this is to record as many people as we can in one day, and then release them the next month.
0: Sorry, I need to find a producer. That's what the fridge There you go. <laughs> yeah, you what are was, the producer. I'm doing everything around here. I need to find somebody to come over here. And and uh, I don't edit any of my podcasts, so That's nice. That's really nice. Yeah, I mean, with you, because you're in Nebraska, you 30. You're 30-minute episodes. So you probably yep. cut down your episodes quite a bit uh we we actually everything
1: we do on Nebraska Bear 30 is technically live. Oh really? Yeah, so um all the when it comes to the YouTube stuff, all the graphics you see, those are put up live. Holy Someone's moment. running those graphics and then we
0: You do got a pretty uh, good operation going over there.
1: Yeah, the guys know what I have no <laughs> idea how all, any of that works. <laughs> you you know more than I do when it comes to this <laughs> stuff. Um, I have no idea how any of that works. I just sit there and drink beer with people. And Charlie and Vince make it make it look and sound really good. Yeah,
0: I've thought about trying to add some some music or some beds or, or whatever they call it in the industry. But uh, maybe sometime. I just I can't do it and drink and talk all at the same time. That's oh, yeah. why
1: I need a producer. Yeah. Someone get down here. That's right. This is if a shout list- out.
0: If you're listening to the Fridge Guys and you know anything about producing podcasts or... Anything on the inner tubes, hit me up. Or can press a few buttons and drink beer. That's right. Well, you don't even need a drink, actually, because I don't want you drinking and messing things up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and spilling like I did over <laughs> on the equipment.
0: All right. Just finished off that blood orange. Ursula Brewing. Yes, sir. Uh, 11, May, 11 Iron Man. Thank you, sir. It was out of the three of them. I'm um, actually gonna say I like the Walrus the best, then the Blood Orange, then just the regular 11 Iron Man.
1: I was gonna say the same thing. I really like that Walrus, <coughs> <It> <coughs> which was. is a phrase I never thought I'd say in my <laughs> life.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I just love hazy IPAs.
1: Yeah, they're so easy to to, so drink, easy to drink, man. They're beautiful. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and when I don't drink a, a hazy IPA and just drink a you know regular IPA or like this triple, it's just like. What is going on sometimes?
1: Uh huh. Yeah. What's what's so nice about hazy IPAs, which I think why they caught on yeah. so quick, is that you can just drink and drink and drink and drink them. When when it comes to you know like big piney West Coast IPAs, yeah, it's almost like it burns your tongue out after a while. Oh
0: yeah, the big the big hot bombs, the piney ones, or even those just like these ones, they're not malt bombs, but they're maltier IPAs. Yes. Yeah. They're just a little heavier. Yeah. Yeah. All yes, right. sir. What uh, What is your favorite style of beer, Brady? My favorite style.
1: I think I think ours is the same, man. I'm I'm a stout guy through and through. You're a stout guy. I'm a stout guy. I, I drink stouts when it's 102 degrees outside.
0: All right. Well, let's. I'm gonna look in my fridge here, and I'm gonna pull out a stout.
1: Oh man. I, I really know. should call an Uber, shouldn't I?
0: <laughs> we'll we'll drink one more, and then we'll be done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what he says now, but I'm going to be here until 3 in the morning.
0: Have you ever had uh, Dark Horse Brewing's Bourbon Barrel Age plead the fifth Imperial Stout?
1: Nope, but I think I'm about to.
0: Yep, this is a 2016 vintage.
1: Ooh, damn, dude. What? Dark Horse Brewing?
0: Yes, Dark Horse Brewing. Brewing, They're out of Marshall, uh, Michigan.
1: Dark horse. So this is Dark Horse. This isn't Lazy Horse. <laughs> no. So th- this horse actually does something.
0: Yes. This uh, this is not a local beer. <laughs> dark
1: horse isn't. Dark horse is a, a winery
0: as well. I think. Oh my god! It oh, smells so good. I just I, sniffed it out of the. Oh baby. Out of the bottle, and it is dark. Motor
1: oil. Yeah. yeah there's there's also a winery called Dark. Dark Horse.
0: I don't think it's the same place. No, definitely not. This is uh, Marshall, Michigan. This, uh, this is 11% as well.
1: Bourbon barrel aged.
0: Plead the fifth.
1: Wow. Let
0: me, uh, let me do a little quick research to see what, uh, what we got going on in this beer. Have you ever had anything from Dark Horse? Um...
1: I don't think so. I was looking at the label, and I thought, you know, the label looks familiar, but you see so many craft beer labels, it's like, they all, some of them look so similar.
0: So this says, this beer is a big and full-bodied Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with lots of roasted malts, but very balanced with heavy hops. Brewed with a top-secret root, this beer has amazing complex flavor that you must wait for. Must
1: wait for? How long do we have to wait? Did it give a time limit? Well,
0: this is a 2016 bottle, so we've waited three we've waited. years. we waited. <laughs> That's more than enough time, I think. Oh, it smells wonderful! My goodness! Wow! Super chocolatey on the nose. Very, very chocolatey. Got that kind of just a not necessarily coffee, but a ro- that roasted malts coming through. Mm-hmm.
1: You get a little bit of the, a, a little bit of a, a bourbony, hint to it as well on the nose. Oh, and it's so much
0: bourbon barrel flavor. Holy! Is it boy, really? Because you don't
1: you don't smell a bunch of it.
0: It's that is lovely. That's a lovely beer, there, folks. Oh boy! Wish you could be drinking this right now. You
1: will have to take our word for it. For all they know, we could just be drinking water <laughs> this
0: whole time. <laughs> Except I do post pictures of the beers that I drink after after. Oh, this, I yeah, see. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when it comes to the beer on the Nebraska Beer 30 podcast, mm-hmm. you know, well, like the very first one I know you did uh, the Oatmeal Porter from yes. Zipline. Yes sir. And then you were drinking some you got did you get Year 2 or Chimperado? Um
1: Year 2. Year 2, yep. that's right. Colby brought some Year 2. You know,
0: when he came on he brought me Chimperado. That's awesome. It was so good. that's incredible, and he uh, brought me year two, too, but we had drank so many beers, I couldn't see us drinking two fifteen percent stouts back to back,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah we um yeah, he brought me year two, and I think he had he had just canned it that morning or the the day before or something yeah. like that, but
0: so, how do you pick the beers that uh, that you drink? You're all you're drinking all Nebraska beers, correct? Um, you know, I right now I,
1: I I'm trying to stick to mostly Nebraska beers. Yeah, but uh, I branched out. I've done we did a, a Deschutes Pale Ale. Okay, um, the Mirror Pond. We've we've done a couple Lagunitas beers. Um, off the bat, I'd like to stick as local as I can, mm-hmm. but in the future, I'd like to branch out. And uh, drink anything from anywhere, really, as long as it's as long as it's great beer. Oh yeah. Um, but that's yeah, that's my plan.
0: That's my plan right well, now. Sure, I mean, you could you could you could actually do a full podcast with just local beer. Oh yeah. You could do multiple multiple episodes without doing the same beer twice because there's mm-hmm. there's so many. What do we have? Over fifty breweries in Nebraska now. Yeah, it's insane, man.
1: Yeah, you think about all the breweries. I mean, there's so many breweries just in Lincoln and then Omaha, yeah. and then now out west, they're popping up like dandelions,
0: man. Small town. I just I just talked to a guy the other day that he had a he like he has a dream of opening up a brewery in his small town that he lives in, and it was like Brainerd, Nebraska.
1: Really? And I said,
0: "Do it." Yeah, why not? Like, Pe- people
1: flock there.
0: Yeah. Like he his biggest hiccup on, on it was he's like, Well people love to drink Bush Light. It's like open up a brewery and brew a pilsner. Yep. It's gonna be better than Bushlight. Uh-huh. And people will come and drink there and they'll support you. Yeah, look
1: at I mean look at what um look at what Scratchtown Scratch has done for Ord, man. Yeah. They make amazing beer and they the economy in Scratchtown has just blown up all because of this brewery. Yeah.
0: At some point, I, I think this summer I'm going to go out to Ord and we're going to get Mike and Shay and Caleb get on the floor. Nice. We're going to do a live podcast from scratch town. That'd be, be fun,
1: man. Uh, Caleb, he's a firecracker, dude. <laughs> he's awesome.
0: But I, anytime somebody, like, I just think that's the best idea right now is opening up a brewery in a small town. Oh, like, yeah. You're you're going to be injecting local money into your own you're, you're into your pocket and into your town like, yeah it's it's just incredible that what what this community what the community does you know just what was it uh last week or two weeks ago this bills that was trying to get passed for the excise tax or whatever the hell it was, uh-huh. it was ridiculous bull crap uh-huh. And and the showing of people that showed up to that and said no, we're not raising our taxes three hundred and forty five percent on yeah. craft beer. It's, uh-huh. it's amazing how how many and what is it? So today is uh, what is today? That one twenty six six. Yep. So tomorrow, this episode will be live. If you are listening to this episode on Friday, March first. There is going to be a raise your glass um, at Blue Blood. Oh, cool! Yeah, they're 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 doing a raise your glass with the with the the governor uh, against the, these bills that they're trying to pass to increase the taxes. So, if uh, if you're able to make it out to Blue Blood uh, on March first, go out there and and drink some local craft beer. Um, yeah, buddy. Brian, uh, he's the the owner there, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jonathan and Nick, the the brewers there, they're putting out some pretty tasty stuff. And good dudes. Yep, they are good guys.
1: Yeah, it's um, yeah,
0: you know, I I can't
1: tell you how many people I've spoken to that have said <clears throat> we're I, we're we're leaving this weekend and we're going to do a Nebraska a Western Nebraska brewery <laughs> tour. Yeah, you know people people. People that open up breweries in small towns almost create a destination for people to Exactly. To go to and it
0: is a destination spot.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And and you don't have to have you don't have to have a giant brewery either. <laughs> Scratch you know?
0: Town can tell you don't have to have a giant they're they're still brewing in like kettles.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um so I don't think yeah, I don't think your friend or anyone like your friend should be no. Intimidated on opening a brewery, you know it's not like you have to open a a, a giant. You don't have to open up a zip line no. in Brainerd, Nebraska.
0: No, yeah, I mean, and and kind of what I feel like is like the zip lines and you know cross trains trying to make a run at that kind of kind of thing right now. But I yeah, I don't think we're gonna see that many like that big of local breweries anymore. We're gonna see more of the the smaller neighborhood breweries.
1: Yes, yeah, I can see that. I not, can definitely see not that. Not
0: people that are trying to put their beers out in multiple states. They're just trying to cover your state or your surrounding area with great local beer.
1: Yeah, just make just make make a living for themselves, basically. Yeah, I can see that, for sure. Because there, there really aren't, when you look at the breweries that are open now today, they're just a handful that distribute outside of Nebraska. Yep. Uh, nebraska Brewing Empyrean, Zip zipline blue blood blue blood white elm yeah i think is that it we're, we're probably missing a couple but
0: oh i don't know i think it's probably only about a handful
1: yeah that's about it you know everyone else is making a living just in nebraska i can
0: think if if brickway gets out of, out of out of the state but
1: yeah i'm not sure if brickway does they <laughs> they might be in iowa Ups might that, too i don't know yeah i'm not sure
0: but it's 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 kind of hard to think of how many different breweries there are when you start yeah. thinking of those omaha ones and
1: yep and, and especially four beers deep too it's hard to hard to think about how many breweries there are
0: that's in, in you know eight percent eleven percent eleven percent eleven percent yep yeah <laughs> 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 It's a good Tuesday mean. night, man. I've been, I've been drinking a few before tonight, but yeah,
1: <laughs> um. <clears throat> I you know I figured we'd be drinking quite a few beers, so I I, I, I tried not to drink anything before this.
0: You said you're at poor before this.
1: Yeah, well, I said I tried not oh. to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What did you have? Over, did you have beer? Or did you try one of their fine uh, cocktails? Over there? I uh,
1: I just drank beer. I did get to see their um, my brother. Got a little, uh, uh, a little uh, scotch tray. Flight? One of their flights. It wasn't a flight. Oh. It was. It was the with
0: the cube, the ice cubes, and yeah.
1: So this much? was. This was. Inc- I had never seen anything like this before. Yeah. My my brother, for everyone listening, my, my 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 brother basically got a a wooden plank, almost like a flight board. Yeah. Um. One glass was his scotch. Next to the scotch was a little vial of. Water that had come from... From Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, yeah water from Scotland with a little uh, dropper in it. And then the next glass was full of ice cubes. So they, they told my brother... They, they broke it down for us and they said, the water from Scotland... You know, t- take a sip of the scotch first. Then drop a few drops of the water from from Scotland in this scotch and taste it. And it'll wake up the scotch a little bit. You know, it'll, it'll show off more flavors. And he did... And he gave me a little taste, and sure enough, it was insane what this water did. Yeah. Um, and then the ice cubes on the far end, you were supposed to drop those in a little towards the end of, of your drink. Um, and the water and just the the temperature from the ice cube brings out a little bit more of the barrel in the scotch. But I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah. My, my brother asked for a scotch, you know, we were thinking... He was just going to get a glass and all of a sudden here's this board, boom, you know, they <laughs> slapped down in front of him. It was really neat, but <clears throat> um beer-wise, I had um Sierra Nevada's basically their Mexican lager. I can't think of the name of it.
0: Man, I can't think of it right now either.
1: Um but that
0: was that was delicious. Oat No, it's not. No, uh,
1: not ultra Ultra-Vet, It's is a goza. Yeah. I can't think of, of the name of it. But that was, that was really, really nice. Yeah. Um, just your, your basic Mexican lager, really. Uh, but then I had uh, I-Ingers. Um, I'm going to destroy this. It's like Jung, Jünger something. Oh, yeah. It is a <clears throat> it's one of their, their lagers they produce. Uh, but that was, that was amazing. There was so much complexity in that lager that you don't get from, mo- from most lagers here mm-hmm. in the U.S., Yep, so... Very sweet.
0: You were drinking lagers before you came over here, and then I just started breaking out the giant triple IPA. You did, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I went from zero to 60 real quick.
0: Oh, well, that's all right. Real quick. Well, um, it's, other than that, I mean, I'm super excited for you, Grady. You're doing this Nebraska Beer 30, and here, you've got the video element on YouTube, you can also listen to it on any any podcast app um, that's yes, out there: iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast, Google Play, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got your own website too.
1: Um, yeah, well, right now, website wise, <laughs> actually, a buddy of mine is a buddy of mine is blackmailing me for the website. A buddy who's not really affiliated with Nebraska Bear Thirty bought the website domain and said hey you can buy it from me for like 35 bucks <laughs> so i'm being blackmailed for a website at the moment Uh-oh. but you can find us on facebook and instagram and twitter okay. with um just search n e beer thirty three zero. basically
0: yeah awesome. and you just you just had a shirt giveaway the, the, like the last week or the two weeks ago
1: yes sir yeah we just launched um a merch store. Right now, it's just a couple T-shirts and then uh, a coffee mug. But uh, yeah, if, if you'd like to support uh, Nebraska Beer Thirty, check that out. You sure. can find that on our Facebook and Instagram. I
0: need to get on there and get myself a Nebraska Beer Thirty T-shirt. Right, right I'll, I'll get you one. I'll get you one. Not a coffee drinker, but uh, so if you had like a beer glass, I'd drink I, that.
1: <laughs> what? That's the next. That's the next investment. I think mm-hmm. is a beer glass.
0: Yeah, the Fridge Guys needs to come up with you know what the hell the Fridge Guys needs is the Fridge Guys needs a logo.
1: Yes. <laughs> I, I, I got a buddy who could help you out. We we can talk after this if you'd I, like.
0: I have a couple of people out there I've talked to about making me logos that are are listeners to this podcast and I haven't seen anything yet, but <laughs> hopefully we'll get a logo out there sooner than later and um just want to thank you for coming out, Grady. Uh, drinking some beers with me. Super happy for you with uh, with uh, what your new venture, Nebraska Beer Thirty podcast. Uh, look them up, like he said, on their social media. Also, you know YouTube, right yes, there, at Nebraska Beer Thirty. That's I sit down here on my computer and watch watch your guys' episodes. Or you know, I could listen to them on my phone when I'm in the truck, whatever. But you've got that awesome. You know it just adds a whole other dimension to watching you guys your facial expressions and all that kind of stuff going back to forth. you got your guys green teal chairs that you guys are sitting <laughs> yes in, sir yep <laughs> in front of the the fireplace it's is that a real fireplace or is that like a fake fireplace?
1: Uh, well, it's a gas fireplace, okay.
0: <laughs> but, but it is a fireplace. It's well, not a fire roaring. It's like there's lights in it. Yeah,
1: there's lights in it. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas lights. <laughs> we're we're low budget. <laughs> um, Dane, thanks, man, dude. Thank you for having me yeah. on. Um, and thank you, for, um, dude. You guys are doing a, an awesome job down here. I love. I listen to your podcast, and, and you're doing a great job. So keep it up. It's it's fun to listen to.
0: Well, you know, it's just. It's just about drinking great beer with with great friends. That's that's really what what I wanted this to to be about, and and uh, you know, trying to highlight some some of the local businesses and and uh, and you know, I don't, you're not necessarily a business, but you're uh, you're turned into a local establishment here for people to to get some information about, and you're not overly craft beer centric, but you're bringing in crazy crazy different guests and having awesome interview interviews with with each of them and and i really enjoy listening i mean i learn something almost every episode so
1: right on thanks dane thanks for having me on man this is a lot of fun
0: all right a lot of beer (laughs) we had some (laughs) we had some good beers and we drank a few big beers tonight so heck yeah um if uh, you were listening to this in this first episode of fridge guys you want to listen to more you can visit my website fridgeguys.beer um they're all on there um threebeerslater.com they're on there as well you can find me social media wise fridge guys on facebook um at fridge underscore guys on twitter and um, at Dane Patton on Instagram. So, this was episode 11 of the Fridge Guys podcast with Gray McGuire. We will see you next time.
2: Woohoo!